0: Another episode of Tales from the Cartridge Bedtime Stories. By popular demand, we at Tales have decided to put together all three parts of Super Mario 64, being that it's our number one story of all time, and what a better way to combat those sleepless nights where it seems like nothing will put you to sleep. We hope this story will help. So, without further ado, let's jump into this 1996 platformer as we fall into a deep and restful sleep. Please enjoy the entirety of Super Mario 64. The letter arrived unexpectedly in his mailbox, sealed with melted wax and a mushroom symbol pressed into it. He opened the letter and read its contents. Dear Mario, please come to the castle. I've baked a cake for you. Yours truly, Princess Toadstool peach. A smile came across Mario's face as his stomach growled at the thought of the cake waiting for him. He promptly grabbed his red hat hanging on his coat rack and ran out the door. The green warp pipe awaiting outside of his home as he quickly ran and jumped inside. Descending down the tube, Mario emerged, jumping into the air and landing safely on the ground. In front of him lay the royal castle. The castle was large, a moat wrapping around it. A stained glass window, depicting the Princess Peach herself, showed prominently at the top of the castle. Mario ran to the castle, excitement in every step he took. As he made it to the red castle doors, he grabbed hold of the handles, and entered inside.
1: Welcome, no one's home, now scram, and don't talk back.
0: (laughs) Mario stopped. He knew that laugh. He knew that voice. That awful laugh that could only belong to one individual. The King Koopa himself, Bowser. Mario looked around the open room. The main floor lay bare and silent. The usual pitter-patter of toads and toadettes running up and down the middle staircase was now empty and void. Mario looked left and then right, his excitement now gone. Against the wall to his left. Mario could see a small toadling, transparent, and jumping up and down. Mario walked over to hear the toad explain that they, the princess, and everyone else was trapped in the castle walls. Having stolen all of the castle superstars, the evil Bowser was trying to use their power to create his own worlds and the walls and paintings inside. The Toad begged Mario to get back the stolen stars and to go through the door on the left. It was the only door not sealed by Bowser. With a confident smile and a quick nod, Mario traveled to the door to the left and entered inside. Inside the room was nothing but a painting depicting marching bob Running up to the painting, Mario stopped. He put his hand to the painting surface and touched it. His expectation of touching the hard surface of the painting failed as ripples washed across the painting's surface. With an adjustment of his hat and a deep breath, Mario jumped into the painting. Before he knew it, he fell from the sky and landed safely on the ground. Mario looked around the new world he had just entered a battle waging as water bombs rained down from the skies. A pink Babom nearby explained to Mario of the war between the pink and black Baboms. It pleaded with Mario to get back the Power Star from the King Babom himself at the top of the mountain in the distance. Mario smiled and nodded to the pink Babom and started to run towards the mountain. Running up a steep bridge and crossing carefully in front of a chained chain chomp, Mario ran, jumping over Baboms and running up the mountain. Up the spiraling path, twisting around the mountain, Mario ran to the top. Large metal spheres rolling down the spiraling path, almost crushing him under their weight. Jumping over the metal spheres, Mario made it to the very top of the mountain. There stood a large babam waving its hand back and forth in the air. A golden crown atop of its head. It turned to Mario. And confidently challenged him to a battle, boasting that Mario could not pick him up from behind and hurl him into the ground. Mario realized this had to be King Babam. Running and quickly getting behind him, Mario picked up King Babam and threw him to the ground. The large explosive grunted in pain. He got up and continued to march towards Mario again, confident he could grab the plumber and throw him off the mountain. But he failed. Two more times, Mario got behind the king, picked him up, and slammed him into the ground. Stunned, King bob was in disbelief as he exploded leaving only a golden star behind. It hovered in place in the air as Mario walked towards it. The light from the star was so bright and beautiful that Mario could not help but just stare at it. Firmly grasping the Power Star, Mario celebrated with a peace sign in the air as he warped back to the castle. Jumping out of the painting, Mario had his first Power Star. It would be the first of many, as he would make his way to stop Bowser and his evil plans. Mario ran to the main hall of the castle and stopped to look around. He needed to know where to go next. With one Power Star in hand, he realized The only door he could enter was the one labeled with a red number one. He used the power of the Power Star and entered the room, with a new painting resting inside, one that depicted a floating fortress resting in the skies. A quick jump, and Mario entered into the next new world. He landed next to a tree to his left. The ground under his feet was the greenest grass he had seen in some time. As he looked to his left, he noticed all the details of the fortress towering above him. He climbed up the ledge close to him and started to run down the path. Large rectangular boulders with angry faces moved on and off the path in front of Mario, threatening to push him off into the endless void below. Carefully, Mario maneuvered across them into the other side of the path, up a set of stairs and quietly punching a sleeping piranha plant. Mario continued to make his way up the flying fortress. He could hear large footsteps pounding and smashing at the top. Crossing a large spinning platform and up an elevator, Mario found what was making all the noise. It was gigantic, rectangular, and completely made of stone. Its face showed anger in its eyes, and a goofy smile showcasing missing teeth. It was none other than a womp, and it was obvious to Mario that it was not happy. It proclaimed to be mad. Mad! It was forced against its will to build people's homes. It was mad. The others continued to walk all over it. And it was done being used. As it moved closer to Mario, a shadow cast over him. The womp jumped and came smashing down, trying to crush the small plumber. Quickly, Mario ran underneath the womp and to the other side. As the Womp crashed into the ground, Mario looked and noticed something on its back. Two large band aids covered a massive crack going up and down the Womp's back. A plan formulated in Mario's mind. He ran away from the face down Womp before turning back and flipping. Into the air. Getting into the fetal position, Mario came crashing down hard on the Womp's large crack. The crack fractured, further causing the Womp to cry out in pain. Sad and frustrated, the Womp continued to be walked on by others. As the Womp exploded, A golden power star rested in his place. Mario felt sad. He wished he didn't have to do that. He would make sure that Bowser would pay for it. Mario grabbed the star again, threw out a peace sign once more and warped back to the castle. Back in the main hall, Mario entered through a new door. The room was large. Two fish tanks were embedded into the walls. Schools of small blue fish swam inside the tanks, dancing throughout the water. In between the fish tanks was a new painting, leading to another new world. The painting was that of a sunken pirate ship resting in the murky waters below. Bubbles racing from the depths. Mario took a deep breath and jumped in. Mario landed on sand, his feet sinking insightly into the granules underneath him. In front of him was a bay of water. Mario preferred not to get his overalls wet, but he knew he had to keep moving forward. Slowly emerging himself in the cold bay water, Mario swam, further down into the bay, noticing a sunken ship laying down below. Swimming closer to the ship, Mario noticed the head of a massive eel poking out from the open window of the pirate ship. The eel swam out, its long, dark red body slithered through the water, ignoring Mario as the plumber swam into the ship. Inside, four treasure chests sat at the bottom of the sand-filled ship. On the other end, large barnacle platforms clung to the sides of the ship with a peculiar box at the topmost platform. Mario swam to the closest treasure chest and tried to open it. A zap of electricity bolted through his body as the plumber jittered in pain. He quickly realized he had to open the treasure chests in a certain order and let out the air collected inside to raise the ship again. Mario collected himself and swam to the furthest treasure chest and went to open it. Success. A bubble of air was his reward as he moved to the next chest. As he floated in front of it, Mario put his hand on the chest lid and pushed it open, no zap of pain attached. He had two chests left and little air to hold on to. Mario swam to the closer of the treasure chests and slowly went to open it. To his surprise, it popped open without any pain. Feeling joyful, Mario quickly opened the last chest, as all the air released caused the ship to rise up and sit back on top of the bay water. Mario now at the bottom of the raised ship, jumped up the various platforms and sighed to the top of the ship. A box hovered in the air as he jumped underneath it to reveal a power star, the one he was seeking. Mario claimed his prize as he and his wet overalls warped back to the castle. Having collected several power stars, Mario felt ready to unlock the massive door with the giant star on it. Lifting his hand into the air, the power stars he collected hovered and began to spin. The Power Stars rained down around the door, unlocking it. The door slid open, and Mario entered inside. Climbing up a small set of stairs, Mario bolted down the hallway in front of him, a red carpet leading him. Down the straight hallway, at the end a beautiful portrait of Princess Peach rested on the wall. Mario stared in delight, hoping he could stop Bowser here and now. But he soon noticed that the beautiful portrait began to change and morph closer he got to it. It shifted and changed as Princess Peach's image disappeared, and Bowser's face now displayed with an evil, malicious grin. As Mario took one last step The red carpeted floor underneath him opened, and he fell into a pit of darkness. He landed on a hard surface, yet another new world. Mario heard his arch enemy's voice
1: echo around him. You've stepped right into my trap, just as I knew you would. I warn you, friend, watch your step."
0: Mario felt irritated as he let himself fall for Bowser's stupid trap. Due to his fixation on Princess Peach's portrait, and the cake he so desperately wanted to eat. Ahead of him, in the distance, a warp pipe stood prominently and likely led to the dastardly lizard himself. Mario headed forward, crossing a small and narrow wooden path and running up steep structures. Goombas, Bowser's little henchmen, littered the many platforms leading to the warp pipe. As they saw Mario running towards them, their little feet began to scurry, trying to dash towards the plumber with the intent of harming him. Jumping through the air, Mario landed on the first Goomba, then the second, and then continued to jump on all of them, squishing them down into nothing. As he continued to climb the structures, Mario made it to a big red switch in the ground he prominently stepped on the switch, causing the slope structure in front of him to shift into stairs. Quickly jumping up the newly formed stairs, Mario made it to the warp pipe and dropped inside. Falling once more, Mario landed on a large, circular platform. Spiked bombs rested on the edge of the platform, evenly spread out. Large footsteps approached Mario from behind. As he turned, Mario stood in front of the monstrosity
1: known as Bowser. Good luck, Mario. Princess Toadstool isn't here, (laughs) go ahead, just try to grab my tail.
0: Mario's eyes narrowed to Bowser's tail. He began to run around Bowser. The dinosaur turned with him though, his massive eyes following the plumber trying to keep him away from his tail. But Mario continued to run, though struggled to get behind the evil king, who continued to turn away. To make things worse, Bowser shot flames from his mouth, washing the platform with it. Fed up with Bowser's tricks, Mario came up with a plan. As Bowser reached for the plumber, Mario twisted and jumped up and over Bowser and his dangerous reach and landed right next to his tail. With a quick grab, Mario used both hands and began to spin the prehistoric lizard. Bowser's eyes widened as Mario spun him faster and faster. The wind pushed against one side of Bowser's face as his fate laid in the hands of the Italian plumber. Letting go, Bowser flew through the air. He knew he could not stop what was about to happen. As he soared through the sky, he realized that one of the bombs resting on the edge of the platform was right in his path of descent. Quickly, the shelled horror came down onto the bomb, setting it off with a loud boom. The explosion sent out shockwaves as Bowser flew back the way he came, landing on his spiked shell. His arms and legs laid back, relaxed as he admitted defeat. Though he lost the battle, Bowser would not let himself lose the war. He taunted Mario, flaunting his control over the power of the stars and still holding Princess Peach. As Bowser swore revenge, he began to spin, warping away to escape. As his body twisted higher and higher into the air, he vanished, but not before accidentally leaving a key behind. Mario stood, staring at the golden key resting on the ground. He was upset that he couldn't stop Bowser, but he knew he had to keep going. He walked over to the golden key, picked it up with one hand, and gave a peace sign with the other as he warped back to the castle. exiting the large door from which he had defeated the evil Bowser for the first time, Mario entered back into the main hall of the castle. He still felt upset, having let Bowser get away. Looking down at the large golden key in his hand, Mario knew he had to keep moving forward As he began to walk down the main hall stairs and towards the basement, Mario realized that a great and bright light shined down from the ceiling, illuminating the center of the room as if it was intentional. Mario walked into the beam of light shining from above. He looked up as his vision blurred and he felt light on his feet. Wind began to rush underneath him as Mario panicked in confusion. He realized he was not in the main hall of the castle anymore. He was falling from the sky in a place he had not been in before. Yelling out, Mario flailed his arms in his attempt to stop himself. His hand grazed something protruding from his hat. Feeling it, Mario realized small wings on either side of his hat flapped as if helping him to fly. Feeling calmer as he continued to fall, Mario put his arms out to his sides and began to try to fly. From falling to soaring, Mario flew up through the air the clouds brushing against his cheeks as the plumber gracefully flew through the sky. Looking below, Mario saw a large red button, solely on a small platform. He flew down and landed directly on the button, pressing it down. The wings on his hat slowly faded away, leaving him stuck on the sole platform in the sky. Mario examined the button as he realized a red box floating in the air manifested near him. He walked over to it and jumped underneath it smashing it open to reveal another of his red hats with wings coming from it. Dropping his old red hat, Mario donned the new winged hat, jumping into the sky and continued to fly through the clouds. His fear of falling, now gone. Mario's wings soon faded away again and he fell into the vast sky below. Opening his eyes, Mario found himself standing in the middle of the main hall of the castle yet again. He wondered if what just happened with the winged hat truly occurred. Collecting himself, Mario went to the right side of the main hall, and entered through a door which led him to the basement, a giant keyhole displayed prominently on the double locked doors. Putting the golden key, Bowser had accidentally dropped. During his escape from Mario into the keyhole, the red-hatted hero twisted the key and unlocked the basement doors. The basement of the castle was cold and damp. Some of the floors covered in water, sloshing through A foot of water on the floor, Mario found a painting hanging on the wall, depicting a fireball with a devilish smirk on its face. Mario touched the painting's surface again, and knew instantly it was the entrance to yet another new world. Knowing that he needed more power stars, Mario jumped into the painting. Mario landed in yet another new world, on top of a stone surface. He immediately felt the heat, as it was immense, surrounding him. The sweat formed fast on his upper brow as he wiped it away. Deep and dark red lava covered the land, with only random structures standing above it. Mario did not know where to even start, so he began to walk forward, crossing mismatched paths. To his right, Mario saw the back of what looked to be a baboon. He walked over, hoping to get answers, and quickly noticed the green horns on top of the black-sphered individual. It turned, its eyes narrow and angry. Known as a bully, it charged at Mario, knocking him back, close to the edge. the boiling lava waiting for him. Preparing itself again, the bully wound up and charged for the plumber. Quickly Mario got on his feet. He jumped over the bully, turned, and kicked it off the ledge. The bully grunted as it fell into the lava below, quickly disintegrating it and leaving no trace behind. Mario stared at the lava where the bully landed, his lungs pushing and pulling the air as he tried to catch his breath. In the distance, Mario noticed someone who might have a Power Star on a large square platform stood a massive bully, its eyes also narrow and angry, staring at Mario from the distance. Mario stared back for a few moments before running towards it, dashing across moving platforms that tipped and dipped close to the lava below but he finally made it to the large platform where the bully awaited. It was enormous, considerably larger than the first bully Mario ran into. The large bully charged at Mario, as the plumber barely managed to jump to the side. Even though the bully was large, it was equally as fast. Quickly it turned and charged again. Mario, unable to jump away in time, slammed into the charging bully and flew back into the air. He landed hard on the ground as the bully stopped and chuckled at the struggling plumber. Mario stood once more and tried to think of any plan he could. He knew he couldn't outrun it. One more body slam, and he would likely land in the lava. There was only one thing he could do. Wanting to end the fight, the bully charged again, its eyes fixated on Mario the lava behind him. But Mario prepared, bending his knees and clenching his fists, and punched the bully back. The bully's eyes widened as Mario continued to slam his fist into it. One punch after another, Mario forced back the massive bully, as the black-sphered creature couldn't get its footing. Making it to the edge of the square platform, the bully desperately tried to stay on, as Mario's fist landed hard against it one more time. Into the lava, the bully went, as it watched Mario standing above him. Quickly, like the small bully before it, the large bully melted away, with nothing left behind, except for one priceless object. Jumping from the lava and gracefully landing on the square platform, it was none other than a power star. A smile came across Mario's sweating face, as he swiftly dashed to the star, jumping up and grabbing it. One more step closer, he thought to himself, as he warped back to the castle. Jumping back out of the painting, Mario landed back in the basement of the castle. He was relieved to feel the cold mustiness of the basement after being so overwhelmingly hot in the world of lava. After exploring a few other worlds in the basement, Mario collected enough Power Stars to face his adversary once more. Moving back to the basement doors, Mario found an unlocked Another large wooden door with a power star painted on it, like the one he had unlocked before. Behind the door was a single hole in the ground. He knew exactly where it would take him. Taking a deep breath, Mario jumped down inside. landing. On a stone platform, Mario realized he was in yet another world, covered in lava. He sighed, not enjoying the intense heat burning his lungs and making him sweat. Mario followed the path in front of him as he jumped onto a cage, resting on the lava. Riding the cage across the deadly liquid, Mario continued to travel up, winding platforms that took him higher and higher into the air. More of the black-sphered bullies littered the platforms, trying desperately to push Mario into the red lava below. Punching them off the edges of the platform, one by one, Mario could not be stopped. He could feel his encounter with Bowser coming closer and closer. His chance to say the princess with it. As he made it to the end of the platforms, a single bridge separated him from his fight with Bowser. He knew something had to be wrong. As Mario ran across the bridge, it began to fall behind him, with nothing underneath it, but the lava bubbling below. Mario picked up his pace, dashing desperately across the falling bridge and barely making it to the other side. With all that's left in front of him, being a large green warp pipe, Mario jumped inside. As he landed, Mario realized he was on yet another circular platform, similar to the first one where he fought Bowser before. Like before, bombs rested on the edges of the platform evenly spaced out. The sky was a deep red, mixed with a beautiful orange, leaving Mario feeling uneasy. Heavy footsteps approached him from behind as he turned to see his nemesis again, Bowser,
1: smiling at him. Pestering me again, or are you Mario? do not you see that I'm having a merry little time, making mischief with my minions. Now return those stars. My troops in the walls need them.
0: (laughs) Mario barely listened, as he didn't waste a moment, quickly trying to run behind Bowser to grab his tail as he once did before. Bowser turned with Mario, spraying fire right behind the plumber's heels. Mario jumped, grabbing the massive tail firmly with both hands. Bowser's eyes widened, as again the plumber spun him around and around, trying desperately to chuck him into a bomb. Letting the tail go, Bowser flew through the air, but missed the bomb that Mario was aiming for. It was quiet, as Mario pondered what would happen next. That couldn't have been the end of the massive lizard. Suddenly. Jumping high into the air, the dastardly dinosaur landed on the platform, causing it to completely tilt vertically. Mario ran desperately up the platform before losing his traction and falling down. He grasped for anything he could to stop his fall, but no luck could be had. But, as Mario fell, the platform rose back up and straightened out horizontally again. Mario barely stayed on. Bowser was furious and charged at the plumber hoping to knock him off and end him in the lava pit below. Unfortunately for Bowser... Mario jumped to his right, avoiding the charge and barely staying alive. He quickly sidestepped and jumped headfirst for the monster's tail. Grabbing it once more, with a bomb just a few feet away, Mario spun the dinosaur around against his will and tossed him directly into the bomb. Resting on the edge of a large circular platform. An explosion shot out as Bowser flew back, landing on his spiked shell yet again.
1: Could it be that I've lost? The power of the stars has failed me. This time, consider this a draw. Next time, I'll be in perfect condition. Now, if you want to see your precious princess, come to the top of the tower. I'll be waiting.
0: Mario knew what Bowser was going to try to do and sprinted towards the fleeing dinosaur. Bowser's body twisted and turned, shifting into the air and vanished once more as he did before. Mario collapsed to his knees and punched the ground. He let his enemy get away yet again. As Mario wallowed in what felt like his defeat, the sound of a metal object fell to the ground in front of him. He looked up as Mario saw yet another golden key left behind by Bowser. The red-hatted plumber stood up and grabbed the key. He could feel it. The next time would be the last. The last chance to defeat Bowser and save those he cared about with his conviction and motivation. Strong once more, Mario smiled and threw out another peace sign before warping back to the castle. Mario warped back to the castle, his second battle with Bowser under his belt. The air felt cool on his skin as he left the world of lava behind. He traveled back to the main hall of the castle, and stood at the foot of the stairs leading to the second floor. With the golden key in hand, Mario ascended the stairs, put the key into the door, and entered inside. Traveling up a spiral staircase, Mario made it to the second floor and found more worlds waiting for him. The frigid, cold world of Snowman's Land. The confusing, Wet dry world, the massive, tall, tall mountain, and the very big and very small, tiny, huge island. As he traveled through each world, Mario continued to collect power stars, each one leading him closer and closer to saving Peach. With enough stars collected in his pocket, Mario stood in front of the large wooden door with a power star painted on it. He used the power of the stars to unlock the door and entered inside. Entering the room, Mario noticed a massive clock stood in front of him. Behind and above him, on another level in the room, was a door that led to Bowser and the kidnapped princess. Mario quickly ran to this door, but he could not open it. Realizing he needed yet another star, Mario looked around the room. The clock stood out to him. It seemed different. Mario ran back to the clock and jumped to the ledge of the clock face and pressed his hand against it. Not surprisingly, his hand entered into the clock face as it did before with the other paintings and the worlds he traveled to. He took a deep breath and stepped forward as Mario entered the world of Tick Tock Clock. Arriving in this new world, Mario immediately noticed clock hands and pendulums swinging back and forth, gears shifting and turning. The tick-tock of the clock hurt Mario's ears. Looking up, Mario could see a giant clock hand turning in a circle with a power star resting against the wall nearby. He would need that power star to unlock the door to fight Bowser. Without much thought, Mario started to ascend up the clock, sprinting up a nearby staircase and jumping across massive spinning gears. Various Goombas attacked the plumber, but none were successful and were squished under Mario's foot. As he made it to the top of the clock, the Power Star rested on the other side, across from the giant turning clock hand. He slowly crossed it as it moved and stopped. He knew he had to take his time, one foot after another. As Mario made it to the point of the clock hand, he jumped the gap between himself and the Power Star, grabbing his golden prize and warping back to the castle. With the last star he needed, Mario sprinted to the locked door that stopped him from entering inside before. He held his hand up as the power of the stars unlocked the door, the final staircase awaited Mario. As he climbed the stairs, Mario couldn't help but notice the paintings on either side of him. On the left, was Bowser. On the right, was Peach. Another setup by the dastardly lizard to get under Mario's skin, but as he made it to the top of the staircase, Mario immediately jumped into the single hole, waiting at the top, and entered into the last world and his final fight with Bowser. Mario landed in a new world, on a platform in the shape of an arrow. It pointed in the direction he needed to go. Bowser was clearly toying with the plumber to rile him up before their last fight, to face off one last time. Mario could only think of Princess Peach. As he sprinted through the dark world, Goombas tried to stop him at every turn, but none succeeded, jumping on their heads one by one, squashing their hopes. He ascended up the various platforms and made it to the final warp pipe and entered inside. Falling down, Mario landed in yet another similar platform, just like the ones before it when he fought with Bowser. The world was dark and gloomy as a perpetual black atmosphere surrounded everything. The circular platform was again surrounded by spiked bombs, as they had been before. The bombs were few and far between, more spread out from one another, harder to throw a giant lizard into. Mario turned knowing his mortal enemy would be coming from behind him. And as he turned, Bowser was there, a massive and sharp-toothed smile showing through the shadows around them. He laughed as he stepped forward towards the red-hatted hero.
1: Mario, you again. Well... That's just fine, I've been looking for something to fry with my fire breath. Your star power is useless against me, your friends are all trapped within the walls, and you'll never see the princess again.
0: Before Mario could react, Bowser jumped high into the air. As he landed, shockwaves spread across the circular platform. Mario quickly jumped over the shockwaves as he sprinted to Bowser. He dived behind Bowser and grabbed his tail. Mario spun him with all of his might, and threw Bowser into the air, as the lizard landed directly on a bomb. It exploded, sending Bowser flying backwards onto the circular platform, but he stood once again. Bowser was clearly stronger than he was before. Mario knew he would have to work harder to beat Bowser this time. Mario ran quickly behind Bowser and grabbed his tail once again. He threw Bowser towards one of the spiked bombs, but missed. Bowser fell into the dark abyss below. But Mario focused, as he knew Bowser would be back. And he was right. Bowser leapt high into the air from the black pit below and landed on the circular platform, sending shockwaves out again. The shockwaves connected into Mario, sending him flying backwards and in serious pain. Mario stood once more and ran towards Bowser's left side, but quickly switched to his right as he faked out the evil king and grabbed onto his tail once more. A spite bomb rested nearby as Mario spun Bowser and sent him flying directly into the explosive. The explosion sent Bowser flying backwards once more as he landed again on his stomach. But Bowser stood again. He was still confident he could win. Both Mario and Bowser were tired and weak. Mustering up his strength, Bowser stomped his large, massive feet again and again as chunks of the circular platform fell apart to leave behind the platform in the shape of a star. Mario stared at Bowser and charged at him. Bowser sprayed his fire breath at the plumber as Mario jumped as hard as he could over the massive dinosaur and landed directly behind him. Mario grabbed Bowser's tail and spun him as hard as he could, his muscles tensing up and in pain. Mario tried desperately to aim his shot correctly and let go of the evil lizard's tail. Bowser was sent flying, and luckily, landed on one last bomb. Mario smiled with joy as he watched the spike bomb detonate, and Bowser sent flying backwards again, onto the star platform on his spiked back.
1: No. You've really beaten me this time, Mario. I can't stand losing to you. My troops, useless. They've turned over all the Power Stars. Now, I see peace. Returning to the world. I really hate that. I can't watch. I'm out of here. Just you wait until next time. (laughs) Bowser
0: began to fade away. Though It wasn't the same as before. This time, he was running away. This time, he truly lost. As Bowser disappeared into the ether, he left behind one last Power Star, massive in size. Mario approached it. With this Power Star, He could free everyone. He could free Peach. He reached out his hand as the warmth of the star embraced him. Wings sprung out of Mario's hat, surprising him. He jumped from the star platform and flew off into the distance and back to the castle. The dark world quickly turned to light, as Mario found himself back outside of the castle. He fell from the sky and landed safely on the ground, the wings on his hat now gone. Mario walked to the front of the castle and raised his hand into the air releasing all of the Power Stars that he had collected on his journey. All the Power Stars came together as one, a massive Power Star. It floated in front of the castle and gracefully moved to the stained glass window depicting Princess Peach the star glowed brighter and brighter until a figure started to form. Her eyes closed and her hands clasped together at her chest. It was none other than Princess Peach. She gracefully floated down to the ground in front of Mario. The plumber immediately got on one knee and removed his hat out of respect. A smile on his face formed as Princess Peach opened her eyes. She looked around in confusion and realized Mario was in front of her. She tried to collect herself as Mario explained what had happened. Having understood fully all that Mario had done to free her and the toads and stop Bowser's evil reign, she moved closer to Mario and kissed him on his nose. Joy radiated from Mario as he jumped in complete bliss, threw his hat back on his head, and flashed his signature peace sign one last time. The princess smiled as the toads of the castle joined her. She realized that Mario's victory should be celebrated by baking him a delicious cake. Mario followed Peach and the toads back to the castle his stomach growling, and his heart full. This was an adventure he would never forget. The End. thank you for joining us for another episode of Bedtime Stories. Please let us know what you think of our Bedtime Stories on our social media or by emailing us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com with all the E's being threes. You can also call us to leave a voicemail or text us at our toll-free number at 207-494. Four, three, three, four, And we'll read all of those messages in a future episode. We'd love to know what you like, don't like, and the stories you'd like for us to cover next. But for now, we hope you're sleeping well, and we will see you in the next episode. Good night.